Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Pull List Priorities. These are the priorities for the 22nd of January, 2020. If you're not familiar with Pull List Priorities and what it's all about, essentially, I go through and I hype you on the books coming out on the next new comic book day, next Wednesday. Uh, by no means is it everything that's coming out, but it's a good portion of it, and, uh, yeah, and by no means is it everything, it's just the stuff I'm reading, that's, it's not my priorities, necessarily, I would say it's a, it's a general list of priorities, yeah, well, you'll get it as the show goes along, here we go, uh, I'm gonna start out by shouting out some indies, like I tend to do, it seems to be a light week for indies, but, um, uh, quantity has nothing to do with quality that's for damn sure so we're going to start down at vault comics how to steal a planet or heist how to steal a planet number three this is a book i have been reading and enjoying i'm gonna continue on with it here uh there's also wasted space number 13 i do not know what wasted space is wasted space number 13 michael marici and Hayden Sherman. I thought I recognized that fucking art from the cover on the tiny little thumbnail. Son of a bitch. If you're not familiar with Hayden Sherman, check out Thumbs. Whew. And the few. Whew. Molly and Dust go on a quest of Tolkien proportions while Billy and Fury try to avoid being roasted by emotional vampires. Says the description for Wasted Space number 13. Alright. Alright. Cool. Let's move up to old Valiant, Valiant Comics, couple of books out of Valiant this week. We've got Roku, number four of four. I don't know what Roku is, I don't know this hero, but I know that Colin Bunn writes a comic book like a son bitch, so I bet you it's really good. Um, and it's only a four-parter. Uh, another four-parter that's coming out this week, I, I take that back, this is a six-parter coming out this week, Visitor, and this is issue number two from Paul Levitz and MJ Kim. Uh, all right. Chaos strikes the Big Apple as the Visitor targets the world's leaders. Alright. Uh, I'm going to be collecting this series. I, I, didn't, I haven't read issue one yet. 
Um, yeah, I, I do have it. I own it, but I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. And I'll get to it. I'll get to it. No, it's it's Valiant. I like to give everything Valiant a try. I, I don't know why I didn't give Roku a try either. Just maybe poor timing is what that comes down to. That's usually what the excuse is. When there's a good book that I didn't get to pick up, it comes down to poor timing. Shame, shame, shame. Um, Alright, well, we're going to jump all the way up to Boom Studios now. Uh, boom seems to have a bunch. A bunch of Boom. Firefly, number 13. I don't read Firefly. Uh, I don't know anything about anything that has to do with Firefly. But, there you have it. It's a thing. In comics, happening now. Written by Greg Pak. Drawn by Lalat... Um, oop, let me click on that again, sorry. Kumar Sharma. Lalat Kumar Sharma. Right on. Uh, yeah, I don't read Firefly. But, proof that it's not all about my priorities. Uh, Folklords, number three. I can't help but want to pronounce it Folklords for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I've heard some great things about this book from Matt Kent and Matt Smith, but the thing is, is the initial um, description for issue one sounded really Harry Pottery to me, and I admittedly am not you know, one that's really into that universe or that type of stuff, the the funky magic and the the wizards, Harry. But nah, no, not for me. Not for me. But for those that have read it have said great things. So boom. Huh. No pun intended. Uh keep it going. Heartbeat number three oh five. I don't read Heartbeat. I think this has a parental advisory on it if I remember right. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe this isn't the one. Maybe I'm thinking of a different cover, I don't know, I don't know, um, but Heartbeat, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, sounds kind of like, a, what was it, a teenage vampire murder mystery thing, I don't know, maybe the vampire thing wasn't a part of it, maybe it is, I don't remember, I didn't read it, so I don't have any room to talk, uh, more from Boom Lumberjanes number 70, number 70 from Lumberjanes, super popular book, Especially with the younger girls. So there you have it. Uh, oh, here, okay, here's a book that I'm definitely fucking reading from Boom. Might and more from Power Rangers. Ryan Parrott, Daniela D. Nicuolo, Jamal Campbell. Alright. Necessary Evil continues. I might be an issue or two behind. Or no, like it, probably not. no more than one issue behind on Mighty Morphin. And if anything, it may be Go-Go that I'm behind on. Hmm. I don't know. I'll know this week when I uh, go to open up Go-Go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, next week, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 47. I'm digging the fuck out of Power Rangers comics, man. I really am. I didn't think I'd hang on this long. I thought I'd be out done after Shattered Grid, but here we are um, almost 25 issues later from the beginning of Shattered Grid. That was issue number 25 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We're approaching 50. Oh, and another beautiful foil variant. God damn. God damn, that pink variant. Uh, Once in Future, number six of six. Kieran Gillen, Dan Mora. Um, I was under the impression that this book was renewed as an ongoing. Don't know how true that is, even though it kind of felt like it came right from Boom. But even if it is just the uh, end of a story arc or whatever, I'm, I'm anxious to see how all this goes down. 
it's been a it's been a fun run. It's been a fun run so far. Um, Steven Universe. Steven Universe number 36. I hear a lot of children asking for this book. So it's got to be good. Is it a cartoon? Is that what this base is based off of? Whew, I don't know. I'm betting it's based off of a cartoon. But I don't bet anymore. So, yeah. I don't know. Keep it going with the indies. Dynamite. Um, I don't often shout out Dynamite because it's usually the same old stuff. You know, you're going to get a Vampirella book for sure. You're going to get a Red Sonia book for sure every single fucking week. Oh, look at that. Here we go. Um, Vampirella and uh, Red Sonia. And then we got Deja Thoris, number two. Okay, so that seems to be semi-new. See, that title Free Comic Book Day quite a bit. But the thing that really draws me to Dynamite this week is Black Terror. Black Terror, number four. Uh, I, I read the first issue and I liked it. I uh, can't say I'm caught up, but you know, this is a, a fun read. It was very interesting, that's for sure. Fish out. Uh, Beyond Dynamite, there is IDW. IDW, ooh. Alright, Ghostbusters Year One, number one of four. Alright, Eric Burnham and Dan Schoening. In anticipation of the new Ghostbusters feature film coming to theater summer 2020, we look back at the boys in Grey's first year on the job, showcasing never-before-seen adventures after defeating Gozer and becoming heroes in the city, county, and state of New York. A publisher has decided to cash in with the biography of the boys in Grey and sends a writer to interview them all for background. It starts with Winston Zeddemore the first buster hired into the supernatural startup. Winston relates the story of his first bust so we can finally know what kind of ahem stuff he's seen that will turn you white. Because, you know, remember? I've seen some stuff that'll turn you white. I didn't even say it like that. Um, it's been a while. I was just... Uh, ballparking what that saying could have actually been quoting. I don't know, I don't know. Whatever. Read this book if you're a Ghostbusters fan. Bam. I could sell you a body number two of four. Oh, this is only a four-parter? I was actually surprising. Well, I, I can't say I was too surprised, but I was impressed with I could sell you a body number one. And then knowing this is only four parts really definitely solidifies the fact that I'm going to be all in on this book. Such a cool concept. Uh, Kill Lock number two of six. Another really cool concept, but unfortunately, I think this book needs to be done in a bigger format on account of how detailed the art is and it not relating to such small little panels, at least in my opinion. That's, that's, that's just me. It was just hard on my eyes, and it's not because the art was bad. It's because it was too small. So, yeah, an oversized book would be awesome on Kill Lock, but don't let me defer, or, yeah, yeah, defer? My brain's not working right now, y'all. Slords, I've been... I just came off of a 16-hour shift from the, the real-world job. I'm a bit, uh... I'm a bit discombobulated. There's no alcohol to blame. I'm sipping on lemonade right now, so... Bear with me here. My words just... They ain't there. But, um... I'm gonna still talk comics regardless. Uh, no matter how muddy it may come out to be. I'm not trying... Kill Lock, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Read Kill Lock. It's only six issues. Uh, if you're listening, W. I really do hope that you uh, blow this book up, um, size-wise. 
Don't, don't, don't explode the book. Uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Number 86. Alright, well, uh, I don't read My Little Pony, but I can actually say that as of this, this last month, I did purchase some My Little Pony for, uh, as a gift, as a gift, don't judge me. And I'm not judging any dudes out there, anybody that's not, you know, My Little Pony audience normally that reads this book. Um, that's not, yeah, no, I'm, but fucking, this, the, my point is, is this book has now got my money. <laughs> and now, uh, I have a feeling it, there, there may be a time or two throughout the year where it continues to get more of my money on account of gift giving and whatnot. So, there you have it. 86 issues of this My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legends number 21. Approaching that, that, that issue 24 where it all got cut off and then boom, 25 is all new story in color. All of this stuff is new in color because, uh, you know, Urban Legends is a story that's already been told and uh, it was cut short. And there you have it. And uh, the last IDW book that I'm going to talk about is going to be Uncle Scrooge number 53. Because, um, you know, the kids. IDW caters to everybody. Look at the, the, the diversity of this, uh, of this week's launch. Ghostbusters. For everybody. Literally. I could sell you a body for the creepy-minded ones. Kill Lock for sci-fi. My Little Pony, I'm not judging you. Turtles, you know, old school Turtles fans, boom. New Turtles fans that want a complete run of Turtles, boom. That was me, I'm the latter. Scrooge, kids, see? Oh look, there is one more. Wellington, number two of five. I don't know what this is, what's Wellington? Might as well talk about them all, right? Aaron Mankey and Delilah Dawson. As if a supernatural murder mystery wasn't enough trouble, Arthur Wellesley must also deal with a talking crow, a magical crone, and an otherworldly monster roaming the countryside. All in a day's work for the Duke of Wellington. Mmm. The Duke of Wellington. Alright, cool. Um, so that's that's for somebody for sure, I guarantee it. <laughs> so IDW. IDW. Killing it. Dark Horse. Talking Dark Horse. We've got some good Dark Horse books. Count Crowley, Reluctant Monster, Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter, number four of four. I am a fan of this book. Um, this the first arc comes to an end. This is not the end of it all. It's uh, more like the end of the first arc. How do you know that, Brian? Because I had Lucas Kettner on the podcast, and he told me, he told me right to my face. Uh, via the internet. So, boom. Uh, this has been a fun run. The first three issues are just really setting things up. What David Dosmalakin's been doing with, you know, obviously Kettner driving this book home with the art that really suits this this book to perfection. It's I, I, I can't recommend it enough. I really can't. And with its, you know, issue one release date being the week before Halloween, it was it was perfect timing to jump on. To be perfectly honest, if it wasn't, uh, if the release date wasn't when it was, I'm not sure I would have jumped on it, to be honest. That particular week, I was looking for a Halloween book. 
and lo and behold, this seemed to be the best option. Uh, on any other given, you know, month of the year, I don't know if I'm looking for this book. So I'm here to tell you that it's cool. You can read this book in January. It's still beautiful. <laughs> and it's probably not going to be too much of a break before we get the second arc. So uh, there you have it. Count Crowley, Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter number 4 from Dark Horse. Um, I pledge allegiance to the mask. Number 4 of 4. I picked up issue 1. Thought it was a crazy. Now that we are at issue 4, I'll probably go through, do a little bingy poo, and... Uh, See what we get out of it. It seems like a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, if there's any of these books that you want me to talk about that I'm not talking about, uh, hit up the Facebook group. Yes, this is a new thing. Um, over the last week or so, I started the Cheers to Comics Facebook group. It should be pretty easy to find as long as you know how to work Facebook and a keyboard. And, uh, yeah, you know, jump on the conversation there. And uh, let's, let's fucking talk comics on facebook too because facebook fucking sucks and if we could bring in really cool comic book conversations it it's worth the cringe that i have to 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 put myself through in order to get up the the social media posts and everything you know i gotta swim through some real shit when when firing up the old facebook before i get to the point where yeah so if we could make some of that shit comic books and discussions via the cheers to comics podcast facebook group hop on in, add your friends, add your dogs, I don't give a shit, uh, I don't know why I said that, oh, on account I'm ridiculously fucking tired, so yeah, that goes for any and all books, uh, and you know, I also have the hashtag cheers to comics if you're a Twitter userer, userer, Jesus Christ, Brian, get this fucking podcast over with, Neil Gaiman, American Gods, moment of the storm, number nine, uh, reading it, or collecting it, not reading it, on account of I need to catch up on season two of the Showtime show, so, boom, there you go, there you go, oh, and we're wrapping up Triage, I don't know what this book is, Triage number five of five from Philip Sevy, uh, this is it, the moment we've been building to since the beginning is here, the finale of this exhilarating miniseries has arrived, who will live, who will die, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a... Uh, Nah, nah, alright. For those of you reading Triage, that that description's for you. If you haven't been reading Triage, you're just as fucking confused as I am after having to endure that. Let's move on to Image Comics, the last of the indies. Um, so I go, if you're not, you know, in case you don't know, I get my, my information for these polis priorities. I, I navigate via the previous world site. Sometimes they don't give me everything. Um, you know, sometimes the description seems like a, you know, 11-month-old monkey jumped on a keyboard. I don't know if that's Previews World or, you know, the publishers letting that description go. But, you know, and then there are times where I don't get, uh, I don't get images. But, um, <laughs> that just, <laughs> that really fucking intrigues me for this next book. Normally, I don't care when it doesn't give me an image, but on account of what this next book is and how it caught me by just complete surprise, um, on a recommendation, not a recommendation, somebody asked me if I would recommend it to them. And I said, well, I haven't read that. And they said, oh, shucks. And I said, well, I guess it's my uh, my, my duty <laughs> to to read this then. 
You know, you you want you want to start a discussion about something, and you're not sure what to get out of it on a on a. You know, I respect your religious background, I guess, and yeah, okay, I'll read this book. Turns out, I love the fuck out of American Jesus, New Messiah. Holy shit. And the fact that they're hiding three different covers for this book on Previews World makes me wonder, what are they hiding when talking about American Jesus? Uh, most anticipated book of the week? Absolutely. Uh, continuing on, Family Tree number three. I know I read issue one from Jeff Lemire. I remember liking issue one from Jeff Lemire. I don't remember buying issue two for some reason. I think it came out on a deep week and I missed it. So if it's still on the shelf, I'll probably go through and pick them both up because it was, uh, it was very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, okay, we got Heart Attack. Heart Attack number three. Uh, not reading Heart Attack. Uh, yeah, this is, I think this is their images attempted in X-Men type of universe, if you will. They almost seem like mutants, they're outcasts, they're being hunted by the government, and blue 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 Um, yeah, no, I'm reading Hickman stuff right now, but if for whatever reason you're one of those people that doesn't read Marvel, or for some strange reason, I'm gonna call you weird again, um, it's not bad, but you're weird. Uh, admit it. You know you're, you know you're fucking weird. Um, uh, <laughs> get it over with, Brian. Heart Attack just didn't do it for me. Just because, like I said, I'm, I've already, I've already got the mutants. Now that Hickman's a thing. Now, if this book came out a year ago, I bet you it stands a chance. But, and I'm not saying it doesn't stand a chance. Eh, I'm also... Not saying it doesn't stand a chance in this Hickman world that we live in now. Middle West number 14. Uh, this is a book that I'm super fucking excited on. This third arc is heavy. Heavy. The second arc ended uh, with a snap almost. And then picked right up on that issue 13. Oh, man. Oh, so good. And now... Now that we've got the introduction to the, you know, with the first issue of the arc out there, I, I'm expecting a whole lot. Yes, maybe I'm raising my expectations too high, but it's, I, I, it's probably not though. Middle West number 14 is going to deliver. It's, it's a book, it's a series that I recommend all the time. So yeah, pick all that up. That's your Image Comics books, or at least a good portion of them. Let's move on to the big deuce. The big two. Um, Alright, we've got some We've got some stuff. we got the fourth part of seven when it comes to Basket Full of Heads. This series is fun. That f issue three was easily the best issue. I'm glad to see this is a, a series really kicking and heavy now, and I would, uh, I would hope that momentum continues on. Batgirl number 43. I don't read Batgirl. But for it to go 43 issues and not get canceled in this culture is, uh, well, good on you. Good on you, Batgirl. I bought a lot of Batgirl Joshua Middleton variants, though, that's for sure. Hold on. I thought... Alright. What the fuck, DC? You said no more bi-weekly books in 2020. I just read me some Batman, and now I'm getting more Batman. Granted, it was good. But keep it monthly. 
Keep them monthly. Don't fuck up. If you're gonna, you know, I mean, if you're gonna stick by the monthly, you could get more titles that way. Produce more titles. You know? There's, there's other characters you could do, I bet. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Batman Beyond's really good. I'm reading that. We're at number 40. This is going to be the issue that reveals Batwoman. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, you gotta fight with Blight. The old Blight flight. Blight, Blight. Try it again. Blight fight. There we go. <laughs> um, so, no, this is... Uh, I'm really looking forward to this book. I'm a huge Batman Beyond fan, and... Uh, I've been waiting a while to see who this, uh, well, Neo-Batwoman is. Batman Curse of the White Knight, number six of eight. Oh, we're approaching that issue to where I can no longer have an excuse to say I haven't read it, because I keep saying, well, when it gets to, when it, when it wraps up, I'll binge it, because I hear it's really good. But I haven't even started it, and now that I realize it's an eight-parter and not a six-parter or a seven-parter, I think the first White Knight was seven issues. They're going eight on this one. It's a bit of a binge. Eight issues is a bit of a binge. It's like a, a trade and a third. Yeah. Batman Superman number six. All right, wrapping up this little motherfucker. I, I've been enjoying this book quite a bit. Um, it kind of confused me at the end of issue number four. It made it seem like it ended there, and the story is going to be continued on throughout a bunch of tie-ins, but turns out I was super fucking wrong. Uh, let's keep it going. Um, okay, what did I say? Batman, Superman. Here we are. Detective Comics. Oh, man, and that variant is probably going to get cover of the week for sure. But Detective Comics number 1019, is it who it is? Yep, it's Tomasi writing it. Godlewski covering on the art. That's intriguing. All right, cool. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm all about Detective Comics. When the the on the weeks that Beyond and Detective are released at the same time, that's, whew, that's always. I know that I'm gonna be excited about DC books that week. It's a guarantee. I have yet to be let down by either of those those titles. And, yes, Batman's in that list. But Batman's let me down before. These guys have not. Uh, uh, John Constantine Hellblazer's back with number three already from the Sandman universe. Black Label. C. Spurrier's writing it. Aaron Campbell's drawing it. I'm not understanding any of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a shame, because I want to. I want to be reading a Hellblazer book so bad, but I'm really stupid and I don't know anything about this uh, this this character. So, and this series definitely is not a jumping on point. At least it wasn't for me. Uh, Metal Men number four of twelve. I like Metal Men. This has been a fun series, especially since the 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 first appearance of the Nth Metal Man. So that's a whole wrench in the situation there. Red Hood Outlaw number forty-two. I don't, you know, I've read a couple of issues of this run, but, you know, it's, it's not really my character. I mean, it's a, it's a character from a distance, but it's not a character that I feel like I need to be attached to, to where, you know, I'm, I'm reading their ongoing, despite how good everybody says it is. Uh, Shazam, number 10, one of my favorite DC books, definitely my favorite DC book that's not in the Bat family. Uh, Jeff Shaw's killing it, man. 
This is this is great shit, and everything that happened in that last issue. Mm, God damn, we got the seven champions. Spoiler. Wait, I did that backwards. Uh, Superman number nineteen. I gotta go through and read number eighteen. But the reason why it wasn't really a priority for me to read it is because you know it was the that was the issue everybody was talking about that week. Clark Kent reveals himself. I could probably probably just dive into nineteen without reading it. Just knowing that, but I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. Um, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna attempt to read Superman though. Cause this is the only Superman family book of any of the super titles uh, that I, I I have on my list at this point. So yeah, and that's for you you uh, you readers because I can't have a podcast without talking about it, Superman. No matter how little I like the character. Da ba 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 da Wonder Woman number seven hundred and fifty. Oh, we're gonna get a bunch of variants, okay. So alright, yeah, they're gonna do the decades variants just like they did with a thousand for detective and action. But they're just gonna do it at seven fifty for Wonder Woman, so mm, there you go. Uh so are they gonna change up the legacy numbering now? Hmm. I don't know. I don't read Wonder Woman, so none of that really matters to me, unfortunately. But for those of you that are all up in it, there you go. Uh, Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, number two of four. Yeah, I'm going to wait till it all comes together to read this, just because it's Tinian. And I don't want to, yeah, I just, I'll just binge it, because he could be kind of wordy, and he's wrapping up some some big fancy story, so I would imagine... I'm going to have to pay extra attention and not want to have to do any rereading. Um, yeah. Let's that that does it for DC. Some uh, this is a big week in DC, not necessarily for myself, but overall DC put out a lot of books. A lot of books this next week on the 22nd. Let's talk Marvel. We got Amazing Spider-Man number 38. Uh, you know, at this point I realize I'm just not reading it anymore. I'm going to keep buying it for collecting's sake, but until until I feel inclined and the internet says this is really, really, really good, I, I, I'm just going to read Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man in the meantime. Spidey'd out, man. Spidey'd out. Nick Spencer's just not really doing it for me. Every, I don't know, what have I, I've probably read 34 or 35 of his Spider-Man issues now and probably less than one hand. I can count issues I was my expectations were met to kind of give you any idea so for those of you that you know wonder why i don't talk a lot of spider-man on the show there you go and i know i don't like to down talk creators or anything like that it's not that i don't like nick spencer i just don't like nick spencer's spider-man right now that's all and it's not yeah not all of it just most of it there better feel better atlantis attacks number one of five what the fuck is this well, I'm supposed to be the one telling you. Um, Greg Pak's writing it. Okay. Ariel Anandito's drawing it. Sweet. And how about that cover by Rock He Kim? That's a real person's name. War with the Water Kingdom, as one would imagine in Atlantis Attacks. And based off of what I'm seeing, it looks... Uh, yeah. 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 Nope. Hard pass. Hard pass. It, what is it? It's, uh... Fuck, what's that shitty team that I don't like? New Agents of Atlas versus Atlantis. Hard pass for Brian. 
Um, yeah, I don't like New Agents of Atlas at all. I don't like that team. I'm not afraid to say it. Um, yeah, I don't want anything. Any yeah, I, it's gonna be hard for me to buy a book that that team's featured in. Uh, Captain Marvel number eleven fourteen eleven fourteen for the love of fourteen Captain Marvel fourteen I um I'm not reading it but I I've been collecting this this arc and well you know and the Mark Brooks covers more than anything because I mean Mark's Brooks covers more than anything uh yeah no I'm uh you're getting my money Captain Marvel but I'm not reading you. This is not really a character that I'm interested in. I've tried several creators, and to me, you know, she's cool on the Avengers. You know, I like her as a team character. She's great on Alpha Flight, but as far as a solo character, she's just, eh. I've yet to find the writer to really do it for me. And I like Kelly Thompson, so. Uh, well, I take that back. Who was it that did. Uh, it was the War of the Realms style, uh, Strike Force, uh, shit, War of, I forgot what it was, but it was one of the Strike Force books, and that was the first time somebody had written, and for whatever reason, I can't remember the name of the writer now, good god, but that person, whose name I can't remember, did an excellent job on that character, and I wish, not, not that I, you know, wish that they would take the book away from Kelly Thompson, but when it's time to change it up, whoever that person was that wrote that one book that <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> should do it next. Uh, we've got Conan Serpent War wrapping up, number four. This seems interesting. Uh, this might be a book I pick up and trade, actually. Excalibur, number six. Still reading... Nope, never mind. I'm not reading Excalibur. I'm still collecting Excalibur. I don't know how long I'm going to keep collecting these Dawn of X books that I'm no longer reading, like Excalibur and New Mutants. Um, but I still am. You know, I haven't read New Mutants since number one, and got five of those in a box right now. And, you know, Excalibur... I read the first three, and it's not that I don't like Excalibur. It just doesn't feel like the the team that I really need to be uh, drawn to. Despite my love for Gambit, it's just not enough for me to keep it going. I all I, And I know enough with uh, Betsy becoming Captain Britain. So I got that in the first couple issues. So, boom. Fantastic Four, number 18. I'm going to pick up Fantastic Four again. I skipped the last arc because I didn't need to, uh, another telling of their failed origin story that they tried to reattempt, but, you know, now I'm back on Fantastic Four. I've liked the book, I just, uh, when it when it comes down to a, honestly, it was a crunch time type of situation. You know, the arc started right around the holidays, the holidays became very busy for me, um, I, I had to make a, a couple of cuts, normally, I never let time become a factor for me, if there's something I want to read, I'm gonna fucking talk about it and read it, I'll cut something else out of my life. But, yeah, Fantastic Four, I was just, I, I guess what it came down to is I wasn't all that stoked on reading that arc. But I'll be back next week. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, already back. Number one, uh, Joe Bennett, not Joe Bennett, uh, Al Ewing, I'm sorry, and Juan Cabal. What a fucking team, huh? What a team. Al Ewing and Juan Cabal riding the Guardians right after old Donny Cates gave it his go. Should be fun. 
Ah, uh, gee, big surprise. Another Dawn of X book. This is one that I am completely caught up on and enjoying. Uh, Marauders, number six. Is it the strongest Dawn of X book? No. Is it the most uh, intriguing? Probably. Kate Pride on a fucking boat? You know, Bishop as the Red Bishop? Potentially? Spoiler? It's not a spoiler if it's potential. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, uh, I'm digging Marauders, that's for sure. And, uh, oh, we've got a Ruins of Ravencroft book. We've got Dracula, number one. Okay, so admittedly, I passed on the Ruins and Ra of Ravencroft stuff. I've got, and yeah, the Carnage thing happened, I get it. There's Aftermath, I get it. We need another Ravencroft, I get it. Let's do some one-shots. I get it. I get you, Marvel. It's cool. I just don't... I don't... Mm. Yes, the Sabretooth one, I probably should have picked up. That's one of my favorite X-Men villains ever. Why didn't I pick that up? Because I'm burnt out on Carnage. Now, it's not that I'm burnt out on Venom. I'm just burnt out on Carnage. So, bleh. Because <laughs> Dracula. Um, oh, look, and then they got a, a True Believer's Criminally Insane Dracula as well. What you pushing here, Marvel? You know, what you pushing? The last book of the week that I'm going to talk about, shout out, uh, Web of Venom. Web of Venom, Good Son, number one. Zach Thompson, Diogenes Nevis. Alright, while well, Venom's away, the children will play. Dylan Brock and Normie Osborne have survived the trials of absolute carnage. But what's next for the goblin child and the son of Venom? Uh, yeah, 100% into this. And, fuck, is this the one where he's gonna try to bring back Wraith? I know Cates is trying to bring back... Oh, it's not... No, Cates isn't writing this, so this isn't gonna be the one. Um, I am gonna pick this up, though. These Web of Venom books... You know, uh, initially they may not always seem that important, but if you go through and look at the history of these books, every once in a while, Kate's will drop something super subtle in there that turns out to be super fucking important just a month or two down the road. And just based off of what you see here on the, the, the cover, you would imagine that something fucking gnarly happens. So, once again, Web of Venom gets my money. So, Slurds, that does it. Once again, by no means is that everything hitting shelves on Wednesday, but it's a good hunk of it. I hope that, you know, this podcast has either reminded you of something or maybe swayed you in a direction that, you know, hopefully, I would only hope a good direction, a yes direction, and towards a book that, you know, you weren't necessarily aware of or on the fence about. That's the point of this podcast. Um, so, there you have it. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, I urge you to support this podcast. It's just the right thing to do. Do so by jumping on Patreon. Become a patron. A patron. can never say that right. A member of the Slurred Army. And for as little as a dollar, with tears cycling on up, you're going to get stuff. You're going to get good stuff. You're going to get exclusive content, early releases of episodes, of uh, interviews, and the, all the bonus episodes that normally go up on Sunday usually go up pretty early on Patreon, um, within the week, normally. So, yeah, no, there's perks. I'm going to send you stickers, 
and uh, it, it, it's, it helps with the show. That, that one dollar, that one little itty bitty dollar that you're going to send me a month, believe it or not, uh, it, it accumulates very well, and especially when you spread the word slurs. And uh, yeah, no, it, it helps with a lot of things. I'm looking at getting a video editor. I'm gonna need some sort of backing for that. You know, I'm gonna try to pay them through Patreon. So if you want the YouTube channel to happen, that's a, or at least be better. It happens sometimes, but I want it to be better. It's not up to my, my par. But you get where I'm going here. Give me a dollar, and I'm gonna appreciate it and show you that by giving you better content. Um, if you're not in a situation to give me $1, then shoot me a five-star review. That's super fucking cool. Do both. That's way cool. And, uh, you know, it's likely it's going to get shouted out on the podcast, and I take any type of critiques or suggestions seriously. And, uh, yeah, frankly, those, those seemingly pointless five-star Apple reviews or Stitcher reviews or pod chaser reviews or anywhere else you review fuck can you review a podcast on yelp um that it really does help because it creates traffic you know it gets more eyes on the show and as you know you know it's that's that's nothing but good so there you have it i would urge you to support this show couple of choices to choose from so uh boom it's it's been a podcast lords i hope i hope that you do in fact read responsibly cheers fuckers